Welcome back, everybody, to what is our 100th episode this week. Um, before we get started and really jump into it again, make sure you hit the necessary social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, War Room the Hockey Podcast, at War Room the Hockey Podcast, respectively. Engage with us, follow us, like, and uh, ask us questions, share stories. Make sure you hit the necessary so- audio platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review, share. Make sure you head to YouTube. Um, more of the hockey podcast on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, that way you're alerted whenever we do uh, post video versions of our podcasts. And yeah, we appreciate you guys in, uh, supporting us through 99 episodes so far. And we hope we continue to have your support moving forward. This is the 100th episode of Warren Hockey Podcast this week. Uh, me and the old man sitting with you again. We have our favorite goaltender, my brother. Uh, who is joining us as well uh, should be a good episode for the three of us we hope you enjoy it um, episode 100 of war room the hockey podcast enjoy Worm the Hockey Podcast, episode 100. Yay! 100! We are here with 100, so... Yes. <laughs> Just give it a little clang, there you go. Yes, sir. A little sir. clang for the a episode. Little, a little rum for the episode. <laughs> oh. Well, we, uh, we're waiting on our third member here. He had, a, had an emergency bathroom break. Should be back soon. We've got our Movembers going. You're We've losing. Got, yeah, I know. I know. You're in third. We've got lots of lots of arguing about about uh, salary cap and regular season play and officiating and all that. So spirited discussions around the family dinner table at night. Yes. And I'm sure today will be no different. Mm-hmm. But no, it'll be good. Episode 100. No real agenda for the hundredth episode. So. Uh, I've been racking my. So brain. believe it or not, we may follow through with a shorter episode this week. Well, could be because if, if there's no agenda, and part of the, part of the problem is when when we back ourselves into a corner, like we have with more professional sounding and feeling topics and pre- presentation. Yes is whether we're kid-friendly or not, you put yourself in an interesting position to then one episode start shooting the shit and laughing and, and sharing, sharing you know, locker room stories and all this stuff. And so how much of it do you do? How much of it do you share? Because you know, for whatever listeners we have, the ones that have at least engaged with us are a little bit older and asking more serious questions. And, you know, things like that, like John Leahy and, yep. and all that Gotta stuff. be respectful. So how do you then go right from, especially, too, when you go from the past two weeks of the Chicago situation to all of a sudden talking about how much you know real estate and, <laughs> and Captain Morgan out of, a, out of a shower in a locker room. So I found over the last 72 hours since we've been preparing for this show that... My content is practically zero. I'm hoping that our special guest today can provide some insight because I started thinking about things and I would start to start to go over this story in my head. 
And the further I got along, the more I went, I can't tell that. I can't say that. I, no, okay, we're going to start over. Oh, what about the time? Oh, I can't say that. You know how that one ends. What do we do? So I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to sit back just a little bit. I do. There, there are a couple about our, our good friend, uh, God rest his soul, uh, Cody, and and some of his, some of his antics. You played beer league with him for a season or two, didn't you? I did. Okay, I can do. <laughs> I respecting him and his family. He's not here, right. so I, I'm. I too am going to be careful not to share anything about him that maybe he wouldn't want shared, I, or or his family might not want. Oh shared. yeah. Um, but one, leading one, the team one, in penalty minutes would. He led the. Well, okay. We played beer league together. Um, we did a lot. We did everything together. There was we were together every day for the final few years before he passed away. Yep. Like every day, almost moved in together. Almost, you know, all yep. that stuff. <laughs> Remember I will. That. I will. I will say, um, the one I will share. And it's less raunchy and more just kind of funny, just because <laughs> it's how he was. Beer league at Edge Ice Arena. Yep. This was obviously more than ten years ago. Um, I would say it's pro- it was probably two thousand nine. Yeah, had to be when he and I when this happened. Uh, he and I played beer league many year years in a row, but when this happened, it probably had to be two thousand nine. And um, first shift, and he and I are D partners. I'm I'm playing D in beer league. I'm normally a forward, but I'm playing D. He and I are D partners. And first shift, first shift, he he robbed Blake somebody, which you shouldn't do in beer league. Yeah. He just guy comes down the wing and he just. Hit chip, just Rob Blake him, and the guy caught up all pissed. And Cody just gets in his face, throws off his gloves, and starts throwing haymakers at him. Thirty seconds in, tossed out of the game first shift in, I, beer, in beer league. I went to that game. You were that. You were there. I went there. I went there to watch you guys play, and I never saw him because I missed the first. Oh yeah, four you or showed five up. You showed up late, and then you see me out there, but no I Cody. No Cody. Because oh he got tossed. Like I didn't even want to go to my own beer league games back in the day, much but less he, anybody else's. Yeah. And then I miss him. Yeah. So he he got tossed. But yeah. Well, so. speaking of leading the team in penalty minutes, cheers to our special guest, the goaltender. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us on One Hundred, buddy. Yep. I was trying to think of which year that was. I think it was your... When Owen led in penalty minutes? Yeah. And I, I, I do remember the one in particular over at uh, at Family Sports. You were... Were you tied or up one in the third period? We were tied. Tied. Took a penalty. As the referee was going to the, to the score bench to, uh, to report the penalty in... <laughs> Your mom and I were watching, and I don't know which of the magic words that you used on the guy, but he stopped at center ice and spun around and teed you up for another one, <laughs> and then you were down two, and you ended up losing the game. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I was really glad that there was no media after the games because I, you know, I felt like even as a parent, I wanted to duck out the side door so I could you avoid had your, everybody. You had your moments as a parent, though. Oh, I remember yeah, getting yeah. tossed from the crowd my, yeah. at, a, at one of Owen's games because you're yelling at the referee because... <laughs> Because it's something, what no goal, hit, hit a post, did whatever, and, and you're yelling at him, him, and he tossed you. He was he called that a goal from be, from behind the center red line. He was so slow, he couldn't keep up with. What were you then? Were you guys? I was polarized. That you were you were Adams. Yeah. And he couldn't keep up. And he calls it a goal. It hit the crossbar and bounced out. He calls it a goal from behind the center red line. You idiot. Owen reminds me a little bit of Jordan Bennington. Mental midget. With his temperament. I like with his temperament. I like he, Jordan Bennington. Kiss Bing, my ass. Kiss his ass. <laughs> Everyone you play against sucks. It's Binghamton, isn't it? <laughs> no. 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 All right. Well, I'm gonna take a step back because any stories that I do have, which which are a few, but any stories I do have may not be best for on air. I have so, plenty. Well, we, we, so we'll, we'll let, defer we'll let, to you yeah. today because I could not come up with a single one. We'll share a few stories, and so it doesn't get monotonous, especially if he's the main one sharing. We'll yeah. share a few okay. stories. I'm sure we'll I'll have think a of laugh. We'll have a laugh, and if we don't think of something by the time he finishes, we'll we'll cheers again, and yeah. we'll close out one. Well, it depends what kind of story we're looking for. Well, we we are family friendly here, so that limited that pretty much cut me out altogether. We did cover your teammate mm. who used to shower upside down. From we we covered him a few months ago, and the uh, the effects of. Well, you you figure it out. The the effects of gravity on water running over a human being from from running the opposite direction of <laughs> what it normally does. Handstands in the shower. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You know, well, I mean, family friendly stories are like those are lame. They're pretty hard to come by. Yeah. Well, there isn't you... really any family friendly stories that are funny because <laughs> they're not they're not funny if if everyone has a good time. You know, or nothing bad happens to anybody. <laughs> well, there's always something bad happening. All right. Well, I think we can get away with with some stories, so long as we don't <laughs> curse while doing it. Because yeah. I, we can, because I can, we can get dinged if they flag some curse words because yeah. because of it. Um, just because from the get go, like I said, we've labeled ourselves different than what a spit and chicklets would do. So we and you know. I think your influence big on that one being very professional and presenting yourself. Well, so in that regard, we've painted ourselves into a corner on, on how and and when and if we can even share certain stories. So I thought we'd leave that to the boys that can, that can afford it and, and we can't. So, uh, but they're trying to think of the ones that, you know, there's a, there's a whole lot of dressing room nudity and, and, <laughs> And running around without any, you know, there's just spilling out into the, into the lobby and down the hallway and. Well, most of the stories involve alcohol or drug use or violence or. <laughs> I mean, those are just the best ones. Road trips, bus stories. I got a handful of those. If you guys you know, don't mind listening to some. Not at all. Fire away, buddy. Blood splatter. You got, you got some. You got some uh, road trip stories, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You guys, well, you guys had some ha- interesting beer crawl nights on Wednesdays too, hey? 
Yeah, that wasn't necessarily always as a team, though. Just a few. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's hear it. Let's go. What what tops the list? Well, the 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 top I'd say travel story that I that comes to my mind is in my fourth fourth year at university. It was the year after we had had a couple of bus trips, and usually we had a couple of flights where you know you fly somewhere. Yeah. It's a little bit different on flights. A couple hours at the airport, a couple hours on the plane, and you're there. But a bus trip, you know, a good 13, 15 hours. So we had a couple of bus trips the year before, and we were going to do them again. But there were some strict rules that we had to lay down before we got on the bus again as a team, since the year before was kind of a mess. So we got all... What what kind of rules? Well, the coaches didn't want us to drink on the bus after, on the way home, on the 13-hour ride home. 13 hours and no beer 13 hours no booze only uh you had to keep it under the bus in the store in the in the uh, suitcase that hockey bag storage area underneath yeah so that obviously didn't happen yeah would say with the help of one of our assistant coaches we stopped at a gas station to get some stuff and when when coach ficus was in the was in the gas station we decided to sneak our booze onto the back of the bus and hide everyone's booze in the back and about halfway through the drive, you know, got a little got a little sauced, and there was one particular player on the team who seemed to bug the rest of the team when he had too much to drink, or or oh. just you know in general when he would talk to anyone. You uh, <laughs> talk to anyone. He would. He kept asking. He kept asking my seatmate, who I'm. I'll, I'll keep everyone fairly nameless. Uh, he kept talking to my seatmate about trying to get a, a lipper off of him. Yeah. And he'd been asking him all weekend, you know, mm-hmm. give me a give me a chew, give me a chew, give me a lip. Was it like forty cents? Saying, no, I'm not gonna do that. You know, you gotta get your own. Like I'm not gonna bug you, I'm not gonna bum you on or anything. And after a handful of drinks, he was getting a little mouthy and, and he kept asking him for it and, and he goes, You know, if you ask me again, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to punch you in the face. <laughs> and he goes, What do you mean punch me in the face? He's like, I'm gonna punch you in the face and he kinda like diddled his nose a little bit and uh and he was like what do you mean like this so, yeah, like, why don't you just give me another chew otherwise i might uh, punch you in the face and so the guy socked him and he he the the antagonizer uh, went to dodge the punch and actually moved his face back far enough where the punch came and, and cr- cracked only his nose uh, where it would have you know would have been a cheek shot or something or a jaw shot and it cracked only his nose and he started leaking everywhere and blood's flying all over and he's loaded and he's mad at the guy who punched him so he's he's flinging blood out of the bottom of his nose onto everybody and onto the seats and stuff and he's cursing and everyone's trying to keep him quiet and they usher him him into the bathroom and he's bleeding all over the bathroom and somehow that just looked like a crime scene and there was blood on the ceiling blood on the walls nowhere but the toilet or everywhere but the toilet i guess so we had to keep this quiet from the coaches up front and it was fairly late so they were sleeping up front and that was where the bathroom was, though, so they still had to come back and use, use the crapper every now and then. And one of the assistant coaches, the one that, you know, allowed us to get our drinks from the bottom of the bus when we were stopped, and was like, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous, you guys, you know, be able to have some drinks. And he went in the bathroom, and it looked like a crime scene, so he made us, he made us all, he made us all uh, sacrifice the rest of the booze that we had in our bottles to throw on the walls and, and help clean the blood off so there was no stains oh. and everything, so we're... We're firing bottles of rum and bottles of vodka all over the walls and the ceiling in the in the bathroom and wiping it up with toilet paper and flushing the toilet like 19 times. And you didn't tell me this story had a sad ending. Yeah, well, oh. yeah, we ended up having to get rid of most of our booze and to clean it up and and keep it from the coaches, but they never found out. Even though Showman had a 
had a cracked nose and was was puking basically <laughs> afterwards. And, I liked your third string goaltender yeah. the one year, the guy who I don't know yeah. if he ever played, but he was probably your most entertaining guy. Mm-hmm. Third string goalie, first string partier. Lots of dancing. Yeah. Lots of. Um, he he was gifted the Borat suit uh, during our Secret Santa <laughs> gift. So he had the little. What's, the what's Borat the... suit is the. It's basically just a. It's kind of like an overalls times banana hammock. It's, just, <laughs> it's a little oh, little, tiny sho- little tiny little oh, tiny shoulder straps yeah. that just come down and, and cover the oh, cover the unit. Gosh. Thong in the back and everything and. He, he was had... he was loaded up and there was a bunch of people there and he went and put it on in the middle of the party and then he came out and everyone saw him in the middle of the party. Oh yeah. I, okay. Everyone started everyone started chanting his name and he started dancing around and like doing the worm and like pumping his fists and stuff and everyone was just like stock, 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 stock. No one knew who he was other than, you know, at parties. He never played, he never he was just our third stringer and he referred to himself as the third string goalie, first string party. First string party. Yeah. I never, I never knew what the Borat suit was until you just showed me that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. I wish I'd had one of those. I might have gotten a couple more years out of my career if I'd had a Borat suit. Mm. Maybe should have, maybe should have served the butter tarts in that instead of completely naked. Maybe. Although there's some, there are some photos floating around the interweb on that, which I'm hoping don't. Well, my political career is probably not going anywhere, so it's okay. And that's the least of my problems, really. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. 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 I walking around serving desserts naked. But... <laughs> In the locker room, funny place. goes. Yeah. We used to have a guy on our team. His name was JJ, and he had his jock. Uh, what would hold his socks up? Uh, had he'd worn it for Garter? over ten years? Yeah. And it had it had ripped in the thighs, in both thighs, and so his when he would sit, when he would sit, his cup would actually, you know, kind of like you know, pleated pants when you're wearing yeah. pleated pants, and the, yeah. the zipper kind of points up. Uh-huh. He would sit there, and he would sit. He'd get bottom dressed or whatever before games, and he'd sit there before he put all of his top stuff on. And when he would sit down, his cup would flip up like <laughs> pleated pants, yeah. but but there was a big hole in his garter, so he's sitting there on his on his bench with his with his cup flipped up and his units just hanging down. <laughs> Over the wood, just plain as day. Might as well not even been wearing anything. Just sit there, nothing. No big deal. He's been wearing the same garner for 15 years. <clears throat> don't look over there if you don't want to see it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, in my corner, I, I didn't even I didn't even bother with all that. Cost less than a cost less than a case of beer on Friday night to get a new garter, but no. Yeah, but it. it's just not the same. Yeah. Just not the same. Well, we had a guy holder who, when we would go do calisthenics upstairs uh, above the bleachers. Before the games, he would his warm his warm up. I don't what I guess what I want to say like what he would dress as. I don't know his warm up get up or suit or whatever you want to call it was just an old practice jersey and an old pair of uh, breezer shells. Oh, so he would just he would put on breezer shells and an old practice jersey and that was it. Was, wow. Yeah. Runners breezer shells and a practice jersey. And, that was his warm up. That was his warm- He didn't have warm up clothes. He didn't have Under Armour or any of that stuff. And, uh. Breezer shells, very discreet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, oh man. Ugh. I just. All right. Well, I'm I... hearing some of these, and I I've got nothing that I can share. So. <laughs> so. I've got plenty. I'll bow out. I'll bow out. 
Not that I can't, not that I don't have some stories, but I, I just, I'll, one, out of respect for for Cody, I won't share some of his because he's yeah. not here to share himself. And two, I just, some of them, you know. Well, I, so I, well, I'll, I can I can keep one kind of short and, and, and cut out some detail that, that may or make it, you know, not family friendly, but, you know, one of we, just when it, our imagination. It's always it's always road trips that come to mind. Like you know, a dressing room, you know, maybe a road trip or something. But those are where the, all the stories are. You know, game, oh, yeah. game time stories are funny. You know, like you know, a certain player who plays a certain way, or you know, mouse yeah. off or whatever. It gets a lot of penalties, whatever. But it's always the road trips or the dressing room that have all the stories. And yeah. we went to we went to regionals one year, and the first game we played, we walloped the team we were playing, Missouri State, ten to one. But one of our players got ran into the boards and separated his shoulder, so he left the game early, went to the hospital, and he got a uh, he got a prescription for some painkillers. And let's oh, just no. let's just say he didn't get to have any of them. <laughs> after the rest after the rest of the team got wind of what he had, they were all in his hotel room after the game. He was sharing, yeah. So he didn't get to have any of them really. <laughs> well, so I'll skip I'll skip the middle and just go right to the end. Yeah. He got a prescription and he didn't get any of them. I remember uh, one particular player when I was very young had a significant back injury and uh, just a muscle sprain, right? Not a not a disc or anything weird, but <clears throat> had a muscle sprain and had gone to the doctor and gotten uh, muscle relaxers, which I think we're all familiar with. Mm-hmm. Muscle relaxers. Shalane from somebody was yeah. Well, this is kind of where that's going. One of these, one of the guys, got the bright idea to snitch a few of his muscle relaxers, and these two guys laid there. They they went back to their hotel room and and couldn't move, <laughs> and and laid there for about fourteen hours and crapped themselves because they couldn't move. How many did they take? I don't know. I I. I so you can know. always move. It's just they, not very easy. Well, they finally they got themselves to where they could do you had more to than t- just they blink had to, their eyes, and and they had to have taken boy, three. Yeah, I don't or know. Well, this like was that. the this was the eighties, so you never know. Yeah, could have been anything. Punye uh, Punye was telling me a story of when he was when he was coaching some of his some of his uh, up and comers. I won't uh, I won't necessarily reveal the age group, but. He was telling me a story about how when they were on a road trip, and he's been on a million road trips as a player, you know, and on the team, and yeah. have to play the games and everything. And and when he graduated, and he wanted to stay a part of the game, and he was coaching, he still got to do all the road trips, but he didn't have to play or do anything like that. So he got to experience it from the coaching side, and Whoop-de-doo. so he got to discover things that was going on in the hotel rooms that, obviously, you know, when he was playing, other his coaches would discover him doing. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure it was Punye. Yeah, because I don't think it was Doug. Because I mean, Doug coached some. Doug coached a AAA team, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Pune who was saying that he had a bunch of guys that had found uh, some nudie magazines at the gas station, <laughs> and had had ripped out pages from these nudie magazines, and they were hanging them up in their bathroom, oh, in their hotel bathroom, yeah. and they yeah. were they were charging the rest of their teammates a couple bucks to come spend a few minutes in the bathroom. Yeah, that was Doug. Was that Doug? Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't remember if that so was Doug. I'd be, I, yeah. That's Doug. I'm pretty sure that was a story Doug was telling us. Oh, that, that was that, at the wedding. Yeah. D- d- at my, yeah. at my, at my wedding, he told that story. the same age group. Yeah, right. He yeah. did. At my wedding, he told that story. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he doesn't like being on podcasts, so maybe no. we'll end that story there. But he was, he, he, he said that at, um, Either my wedding or the 
the Denver wedding reception that we had, but either way he was sharing, sharing that story. Yeah. So that uh, it's hilarious. Charging guys to come, <laughs> a couple visit bucks. The... come spend a couple minutes in the nudie magazine bathroom. <laughs> the photo so gallery. The, the, the three roommates were just sitting there with a pile of wands on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on in boys. Toss her on the table. Yeah, there. It sounds like something from the seventies, given the whole internet and everything nowadays, but Crazy. things teams get up to on road trips you know you find what you, a road trip is just 20 it's you and 20 friends in a hotel yeah. and every now and then you'll play a hockey game right. and outside of that you're just trying to fill the rest of the time with as much debauchery and shenanigans as you can possibly yeah the other here. 20 hours of the day yeah. you're just like well transitions from fun to debauchery you know because we go to North Dakota when we were growing up and it was just fun at the pool right oh, yeah. just pushing everybody in splashing throwing people in when they're closed yep. all this stuff staying at the pool later than than your parents wanted you to you know doing all things like this and then it transitions as, off the roof then yeah. it transitions as you get older to now Ooh, now we're drinking now we're doing so it yep. it, it changes the but, kind of fun changes you know and and when you're when you're my age if you've got if you got a dozen of my guys together and had a had an overnighter well look what happened to our friend uh one of our best buddies that was in um went to the old timers tournament out of town they're down at the pool and they're just getting pissed out of their minds right it's the middle of the afternoon and the and the sequence of photos was you know hoisting margaritas and and beer and you know everybody having a great time and cheers and each other and then this guy you know you see him one one photo after another he's walking around the pool and he crawls up on the side of this uh what is basically a a big huge clam shell which is shade and a sprinkler that goes into the pool and you see him up there and he's all smiles and the guys are all whooping and hollering and carrying on and he's up there shaking fists and all and and the last picture in the sequence is him being carted off in a wheelchair because he jumps into the pool it's about a foot and a half deep and he oh, broke God. his heel yes. <laughs> and, who no, you don't have to say his name but who who is this uh you said it's our our friend yeah How you did... guys you guys know him i played with him forever uh he's my age and uh, you you know him well. I, I won't I won't embarrass him on the air, but uh, and not that he would be embarrassed. Everybody knows it, but uh, he, he just the last picture was the best one because he's just got his head down and they got a little blanket over him and he was sitting there like he he looked like the old man in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. What's what was that guy's name? Oh, Hector. Oh, no. Salamanca. Yeah. Hector yeah. Salamanca. So he's yeah. sitting in the, the wheelchair, <laughs> and he he missed like another three months because of broken heel is a big, big deal big. Oh, golly it was painful but when they another buddy of ours showed us the sequence of of uh, photos jeez this is beautiful it's just beautiful last time you made a road trip though yeah just about all the, just about every story is going to have to do with alcohol of some kind oh yeah and that's just like you know like a locker room pranks or something you know where we would we used to gather the uh the on our team the rookies would get it would they would get together or those sorry the seniors would get together and they would uh, at the last practice of the year they would go an hour and a half early and they would jumble everyone's gear up 
And he'd dump everyone's bag out and pour it into the middle of the room, all jumbled in one pile. <laughs> and then they would just wrap sock tape around it. <laughs> Twist people's jerseys up. Attach people's shin guards to each other. No one knew whose gear was what. People were going out there with different sized shin guards on for the last practice. Different colored gloves. No one knew whose gear was what. And they'd come in thinking that they're going to have 30 minutes to get ready for practice. And they got to dig their gear out of mount. Some pile of crap in the middle of the dressing room. And... Using other people's gear to try to be on, you know, on the ice on time and everything. That was just a, just a, an office or an office, uh, just a locker room prank that the that the older guys would pull on the younger guys every year. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever see the one uh, when you guys were on the road of where they where they pimped an entire hotel room? You go into your hotel room and the furniture's all missing. No. It's all like in the elevator or stacked up at the end of the hall or something like that. A bunch of blokes would go into a hotel room when guys were out getting boozed up or something and they'd go into the hotel room and they'd take everything that wasn't bolted to the floor, take it out and either stuff it into the elevator or throw it in the end, in the hallway or sometimes maybe just turn the entire room upside down so that when these guys came back at night, they couldn't go to sleep. They had no place to sit. They had nothing. They, everything was just de- destroyed and whatever they, whatever they couldn't stack out there, they tossed in the shower and turned the water on. Yeah. Just a beautiful, beautiful piece of imagination. There was some, there was some of the pranks going on when I played midget double A when we went to <clears throat> Michigan. had a good road When trip. we went to Michigan. Yeah. And, and everything. Some of the best were... Hey, Seymour, there it isn't. <laughs> that was the best. That, that was a fun year. Also, I, I like that. that you season. know, for a winless team... For a winless team, that was a fun year. Here's to you. And, uh, but we never... I've told you this... We never lost by more than one or two goals. No. And you never got on each other. You so never turned we were, on each it other. was a good, the, the, the most we got on was we had one kid that just grinded everybody's gears. So he was fun. Dur- Fournier? N- no, no, that I'm was, just... that was, that's when I was still playing at Littleton. This was at Foothills, uh, Foothills Midget AA. But um, you, he's played, that. he's played with you on Fridays. You oh. know who this is. Okay. Yeah, uh, I got you, know, you. You know the kid. I know him. You know who I'm talking about. I do. He really bothered everybody. Really? People didn't really like him. Oh, yeah. And Okay. <laughs> so people had a lot of fun with him, and of course I'm his roommate in Michigan. Oh. <laughs> so I've got a... And people had fun with him because he's, he's got a, a rather large nose, and yep. he snores like oh, no. no other. So, you know, people had fun with... You know, tape over the nose, or doing you know everything while he slept, or doing you know things like that. So it was, it was that's a more tamer story, but it was. I, but he grinded. He grinded. I know you've skated with him, and you yeah, and he, he, he comes across us. nice, and I'm yeah. sure he is today. Maybe that he's you know, but back then, how he presented himself or something, he was just something about him was just. So people had fun with his snoring and stuff, and when we were in Michigan, but. You ever you ever hear the impossible push up? Uh oh. The the dress the dressing room prank where you you get a guy down usually a rookie oh. or someone who's you know gullible and, and you get him down and you tell yeah. him that it's impossible to do a push up while they while someone holds a hockey sock yeah on okay, the floor yeah, from yeah. both sides of their head yeah, right and then you know the guy gets down and he starts starts pushing up real hard he's trying to do a sit up and they're holding the sock down so someone stands over him and hikes their pants down gets their gets their cheeks about six inches from their nose and then the guys release the sock and he just shoves his nose right up in the guy's bum and that's always a good one 
it, that that was one that got around enough to where people realized yeah. that it, there was something was yeah. up if they were like, hey, you know, you should try this. This is impossible. Oh, none of us could do it. You know, you should. Twenty bucks for the impossible push-up. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to get the real gullible kids. You know. Hey, new guy. Yeah. <laughs> you want to make twenty bucks? Yeah. How's your sense of smell? Yeah, we never pulled we never pulled pranks on um, Fournier. Well, people just didn't like him. Did. People life just didn't like him, him. and well, so the great thing about hockey is there was a genuine dislike for that kid yeah. that people yeah. just didn't want to be around him. So well, they, the, the the great thing about hockey is at least though that when even if you there's someone on the team that everyone kind of doesn't like, when you're on the ice though they're still one of you. you know, right. Still, yeah, you still don't, stick up and stand up. 100 like, like Fournier. You know, as annoying as he was, if he scored a goal for us, we were happy. Yeah, absolutely. He's part of the game. And he, he, I'll forever respect his parents. Oh, they were because they were not only were they were extremely nice people, but wonderful. During pregame warmups, Dryland, when and this was I was playing Bamert's team. Remember? Yep. And we were warming up, and we were running around. You know, the ball fields down by South Suburban there. Right. And I bro- oh, broke my wrist. That's right. I remember that. I'm running and um, I'll just use his last name. God forbid he's listening. I don't want to. He didn't do anything. It wasn't intentional or anything like that. But Kellogg. Stepped out of the way. Connor Kellogg. Yep. He, he, we were running next to each other and we were trying to do kind of jockeying. Like, are you going to speed up? Because it was narrowing in the in the path. Yeah. And he goes, and so finally he just cuts in front of me and goes, and I cut behind him, and I didn't. And at the baseball fields, you know, the they've got the hip high, like steel metal poles, you know, that they oh, yeah. at, at ball the, fields on the fences, or not on the fences, just like I don't I don't know how you would describe them, or, or what they're from driving through? something like that, yeah. but or what they're used for, something like vehicles or something, but they're oh, hip yeah, high and they're, yeah, they're yeah, steel. Yeah. Steel to keep you from driving across bridges yeah. and yeah. down paths. And yeah, okay. so they, for whatever reason, down at, by South Suburban, they've got them behind home plate on some of these ball fields. Uh, and I didn't see it because it was only hip high. And Connor's Connor's running next to me, so I go running behind him, and I'm doing this, and bam, right and a it. compression fracture on my wrist. Yep. And of course, I didn't know it was broken. I was just okay. That hurt. And then I got nauseous and I kind of tumbled over. I didn't play that game for obvious reasons. But Fournier's parents sat with me in the locker room the entire time. Wow. Yeah. Nobody else did. Yeah. I remember them. Yeah, no, I remember nobody. Them well. I nobody think, else did. I think highly of them. They 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 sat with me the whole time. Yep. They they dealt with with nine one one. They dealt you know or whatever. And they the entire time. Yep. Until it's time to go to the hospital, so you know, say what you That's want about the, say what you want about the kid, but the parents were were tremendous. Well, so and well, I, I getting off topic here of hockey stories, but when I worked at um, the restaurant I worked at, yeah, he he and his parents were regulars yeah. at that <laughs> restaurant, and apparently they were good friends with one of the servers, so they were regulars. I never talked to him. But oh, you didn't? No. Because Chris was always with him, and I really, I just, Chris always just bothered me. He always just got to me, just something about him. But his parents, I'll forever to this day, I still and will forever 
have respect for, oh, for, yeah. them, for them. Yeah, they me was, too. I, they, they were top-notch people, for yeah. sure. It didn't really rub off on the kid, unfortunately. It skips a generation, maybe. Who knows how he, what he's like now. Yeah, but. he was 12. But. So do you guys remember, I just happened to think, it was before you guys were in high school, and we had an exceptionally large, aggressive player on our team that you guys, I know you know who he is. He got his, high, high school? Yeah, walk up. Got, his hands on a, got his hands on an airsoft gun. A walk-up. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> and Was this the same year that... Um, who who was it decided to um, play goal in practice? Yeah, and it was it was the same season that then walk up or somebody chased him into a corner and just started launching they, slappers at him. They were throwing they were throwing heat at this guy over the crossbar, and he'd never played goal before, <laughs> and so he just goes. He makes a mad dash for the corner, while the entire team turned and started peppering into the corner, but. It, this kid got his hands on an airsoft gun and he starts, he waited until everybody in the room was basically naked getting ready for the game. And he starts throwing shots. He comes out of the, he comes out of the washroom firing shots at everyone. He loads a full clip into this airsoft gun. And these guys were running for cover. They got welts all over him and stuff. It's the you, same guy that would take the rubber ball into the shower and, and whip the rubber ball around the shower. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it would it would be running, bouncing around in there, ricocheting like crazy. You could no more get away with that now. You'd be in prison if you did that kind of stuff now. Based Such on soft, based on today's soft society, yeah, hundred percent. But some but, of the hazing stories I have, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, the things that we used to do even back in high school. And stuff I got vilified even in high school. I got vilified, um, and again, I won't name names, but you know who I'm talking about, who who got all mad at me when I shaved Austin Rowe's head freshman, oh, yeah. freshman year. Yeah. Jeez. And she cornered me in the hallway at school. It's like, what, why would you do that? And I'm like, come on. It's a rite of passage. It's a and so, badge of honor. But that's a, an example of, of society today. Yeah. Is because she came, she came at me, man. And she, and you know who I'm talking about, yep. but she came at me and, and was all bent out of shape. And part of me, part of me was like, why are you defending him? Yeah. Pound it. The point of hazing is, You're, to, is something you, you and don't I want are to. you and I are closer together than you yeah. and him. So why are you defending him first of all? But second of all, if you knew anything about it, it's a rite of passage. You, we, it's not like we took him into the. It's not like we took him into the to the stall and pantsed him and then yeah. whipped him or something. We, we're giving him a. He Just made the varsity team. Or something, yeah. We, yeah. We made, he made the varsity team. We're giving him a a, a haircut. As his right of passage, yeah, like you, what's to... a, it, you earn that. You, you you it's a privilege to be hazed like that. Yeah. And well, that, that's hazing nothing is... because in the old days, hazing used to mean like an entire oh. body shave. I'm not going. I'm not going to go down the the rabbit hole because this is because it's a whole other thing. But there's hazing a difference between there's a difference between hazing and bullying. Yeah. Well, the, and the, the problem is, is people people lump people lump rite of passage style prank stuff with bullying yeah and yeah. no it's something that you do to show the team you're in it's right. the same reason why military guys shave their heads yeah. what does shaving their head really have to do with anything tactically on a military standpoint nothing but that means that they're all in it together yep. we're all so the same we're all one if you find the right way to haze you know it's generally going to be uncomfortable yeah but you want to do it because you're like i don't want to be the only, a the only guy who doesn't and b i want to show everyone that i'm new and i'm i'm bought in yeah 
I'm in. I'm part of the. I'm one of the boys, and that's what everybody wants. And that's what everybody loves about with, our game. If you're going through it with, if you were the only rookie or you're the only guy getting hazed is one thing, but if you're going through it with five or six other guys, you know, it's kind of just a. It's awesome. It's a camaraderie thing. You got to have know, a sense of humor know. about it. You got to. You got to understand that everybody before you has done it, and they're doing it with you out of generally kind of a, a backhanded sort of respect. Mm-hmm. Which is which is cool. That's yeah. what we all we had, enjoy. We had a we had a hazing on a, on the bus, uh, one of the bus trips one year. We were, we decided to do our rookie hazing on the bus. And the rookie hazing on the bus was just uh, every rookie was basically assigned a vet. Okay. You know, kind of like a almost like a sorority fraternity big little type yep. of thing, and then they they had to, they had to get up and and they had to you know share a story about the vet and you know what you know blah blah, blah. they had to they had to do some talking and some joke telling and stuff and and like an impersonation and then afterwards they had to they had to strip down and push a nickel from the front of the bus to the back of the bus only with their nose naked <laughs> so they they couldn't use their hands enough and so they're they're just inching this little coin down the bus totally naked and Ficus our coach was sleeping when this was going on so someone went up there and they, they tapped him on the shoulder and like, coach, coach, you got to check this out. So coach wakes up and he, he turns and he looks down the aisle as the guy's ass is in the air, bare, showing, and he's pushing a nickel down and he was really mad that we woke him up for that. But, you know, like it's embarrassing, but like, you know, it's, it's, you all take showers anyway after practice and stuff. So it's really, it's just funny to watch them do it. You know, it took it takes them about five minutes each to push this coin with their nose all the way down the bus. That was... well, what about the you, you told me the one about the uh it had to do with the with that like two foot square toilet stall in the bus yeah what did they so, do what had happened in there i remember this story vaguely so after everyone did the coin pushing <laughs> uh everyone everyone out after they got after they stripped down we took their gitch and we tied everyone's gitch into a knot and then sent them in to this little two foot by three foot bathroom together at, at the same time it was at the same time to oh. try to undo the knot of their of their gitch you know or there's you know the other one where it's like you, you you toss a bunch of change in the bathroom or something and you tell them all to go in there and try to find 50 cents and as soon as they find 50 cents they can get out but there's like 11 guys squeezing around like a eight foot area with nothing on trying not to touch each other but trying to find 50 cents so you can get out of there as soon as fight each other for a quarter you know like you got five you know 50 pennies you can find 50 pennies if you want but it's going to take a while so everyone's fighting over the quarters but there was only like four quarters in there it's all nickels and dimes and pennies and stuff oh gosh I don't know about everybody else but I am crying listening to these stories this is beautiful this takes me back to my childhood, yeah, it's, good it's absolutely awesome. I, I, I'm glad I remembered that story because that's one of my favorite things I couldn't from years ago, and I couldn't remember the details of it. Well, plus that's the beautiful. you know the bus floor is going to be dirty too, right? So you oh, got yeah, your, you got your nose right up. Like, you and know, you just so everyone it's get, sticky. Got little black. You know, everyone's nose is black at the end of it. You know, <laughs> they're trying to push that nickel through the mud, mm-hmm. and snow, and crap on the floor. We had Spilled we had beer. We had experiences. I did with. Uh, people's uh tobacco spit oh so we had we had fun with that you know oh yeah oh that's drink drink that drink take a swig of that do the drink that it was we had fun some kids were um ouch let's see some kids 
projectile vomited after oh, for sure. doing all that. Imagine that's like being on an episode of uh, Jackass. Jackass, yeah. yeah. We had fun with that. Play quarters with oh. chewing tobacco spit. If you miss, oh. then yeah. So Blah. we had fun with that. Um, I drove. I drove home from practice one day after. And you, you, I told you about this. Oh yeah, I drove home from right. practice one day with with one of them. Yep, you know who I'm talking I about. I do. And he's got his water bottle of tobacco spit. Yep. And he's got a big lip in, and he's we're driving, and I'm giving him directions how to get to my house, and he go and he forgets that he's hold, that he doesn't have a cap on yeah. his spitter. And he turns the wheel, Ugh. the steering wheel, and it just and the spit goes flying the right onto his lap, God. just in his night in, in his nice BMW. Oh, he drove a jeepers. drove a BMW and <laughs> just tobacco spit all over the place. Yeah, you know, knowing this guy and I got nothing against him. He's a nice kid, but it doesn't surprise me that he forgot that he had an open container of spit and tobacco in his in one hand and spinning the wheel with it. Punye got me my freshman year with tobacco. I didn't tell you it was Dr. Pepper or something? No, with tobacco. Oh. Like Oh. But they were it was tobacco leaves. Like it was a bag of tobacco leaves, so it wasn't like it wasn't, you know, snuff. It wasn't like ground chewing tobacco. It was tobacco leaves. I'm sitting there after practice one day and he goes he goes, "Here." And I go, "What is it?" And he goes, "It's chew." And I didn't know anything freshman year about chewing tobacco i'm I'm glad to hear that nothing nothing and she goes oh you just you put it in your mouth and you chew it so i put it in my mouth and he goes no you got to chew it like chew it like actually chew it so i start like this on the leaves and instantly got sick oh yeah and he's rolling (laughs) laughing because i didn't know anything about it it that's came in. It came part. in. It came in one of the one of the um, packages, like you see with some of the the bubble gum, where it says Big League Chew, and right. it's one of those. But it came. But it was tobacco leaves, Yuck. and so it. <laughs> so, well, boys, well, I'm, you, you I'm say you're happy. To, you say you're happy to hear that. The years after that, through high school, was I had my share of chewing tobacco. Yeah. Well, but, that's. But. That's have, what the that's the right to earn. I'd say there are there are probably two stories that come to mind if someone was gonna, if someone was to say you know especially of my college days because that's that's where most of them happened. But yeah. the one the one of one of them was when we had we had beat Metro three days in a row Thursday Friday and Saturday. But Saturday was at the Coliseum in Denver on a neutral neutral ice sheet. We had, we yeah. had it was right in the middle of building the program. We had had a couple of successful years. We were getting a lot of fans. We were getting a lot of recruits. We were getting money, you know, New Jersey's, yeah. you know, announcers, video editing, that kind of thing. We were kind of building the program. So we decided to start a rivalry with a local team, Metro State Roadrunners. <laughs> so we had, we had this neutral site rivalry game after two other days, two back to not two in a row, uh, games against them already. And we decided to call it the copper cup where we made this little trophy and we put this little coffee mug on top that was uh, copper plated or whatever, and it had both the Metro logo and the and our logo, the UNC logo on it. And the winner got to keep the cup. And then the next year, it would get played for again, and you know whatever, <laughs> change hands if the other team won. So we had beat them for the third time in three days, and this was also in the middle of I think a ten game winning streak. 
So we were feeling pretty good. Spirits were high. We had come from behind in the third to win, and we were traveling. And it was a day game, so we had we had played the game. I think it was like noon or one. So we got back to we got back to campus at four thirty five o'clock, you know, after traveling home and and three straight wins. So we decided to throw Boom. a big big Saturday night party for celebrating the win, and we ended up doing a lot of dumb things like uh, like ceiling punching contests because the. The ceiling was so low in the basement that you could just jump up and punch it and we could see who could make the biggest hole. And That escalated into, hey, let's take all those big giant fluorescent light bulbs that don't work anymore and smash them outside. And oh, it was just Star a, Wars action. Yeah, it was just a, just a debaucherous evening that ended up with one of the quietest guys on the team. He, he rarely said anything. He didn't pipe up in the dressing room. He didn't get fired up. You know, he didn't take penalties. He wasn't a funny guy. He didn't crack jokes. He kind of just kept to himself. But everyone liked him. You know, he was just, that's just how he was. And he was the first one that when, when, when he had too much to drink, he was the first one that did a complete 180 from his usual persona. And he actually took the, took the Copper Cop trophy and carved his initials and his number into it on the Metro side. <laughs> and when other people got a hold of that idea, we all took turns carving up, you know, carving our names, initials, whatever numbers into the Metro side. We crossed out the logo we carved a couple of obscene words into it, you know, calling yep. them names and stuff, and we left the UNC side pristine. <laughs> I saw that when you guys got done yeah, with we, it. We actually I ended up that. getting in trouble with the coaches because we <laughs> had to return the trophy. It was something we only got to keep <laughs> once, and we were supposed to return it for the next season, and it was it was only like an $80 trophy or something. But because it was defaced, we actually decided to eliminate the Copper Cup. So the one and only Copper Cup was won by us and completely defaced. Can never be won again. Yeah. And I tried for a long time to get my hands on that trophy. But that was probably in six years of living in my college town and, and five years of playing hockey there. That was probably the single best evening of the entire <laughs> existence. That was a, that was a great Nothing evening. Nothing like yeah. being the rival three in a row, yeah. winning the cup. Nothing brings a team together like beating your rival three times and then just destroying anything you get your hands on after you know at the party afterwards well, good Boys good stuff change. 100th episode 100 uh, yeah congratulations man this is good yeah, it was good enjoyed it um yeah thanks for joining us today yeah thanks for the uh thanks, thanks for, for the, the laughs, laughs. uh <laughs> yeah so we hope you enjoyed it yeah it was good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for being around for 100. Everybody dozens stick and, with us. Dozens and dozens more. Oh, yes, man. absolutely. Well, if there's dozens and dozens more stories, we'll have more of these episodes and yes. share some stories. But yeah. um, Let's do. Social media platforms, audio platforms, subscribe, rate, and review, and uh, engage with us and appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks for being here for 100. This is awesome. Cheers, guys. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you all at the hockey community. Cheers. Yeah.